With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to The Trade Gods. What's going on, Player Profiler Nation? Welcome to the latest episode of The Trade Gods. I'm Eddie Kiboom, and I am joined by my fellow Trade God brethren, Jason Allwine. What is going on, Jay? What is up, man? It has been a long week, man, and I'm so glad to be back with you. So glad. Every Thursday, it's like the longest week to get back to it, but it feels like a snap of a finger, and I love my Thursdays. So before we get into it, make sure you're subscribed to the Player Profile YouTube channel and destroy that like button and leave a comment and tell the gods what we got right this episode and what we got wrong. And boy, oh boy, do we have an absolute banger of an episode teed up for each and every one of you today. And we're joined by not just a special guest, but a very, very special guest. Jason, you want to tell the people who is going to be joining us here tonight? Man, I, I mean, this guest needs no introduction, but damn, is he going to get one? This is the host <laughs> that everyone in this industry aspires to be. You've seen him on The Decision Point, The Juice, Waiver Wire, Top 10 Takeaway, Sonic Truth, The Mind of Mansion. Tonight, we are joined by the mastermind of Roto Underworld himself, The Podfather. Oh, baby, let's get it. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Part of the trade gods, man. How's it going? Feeling great, guys. I got some trades. I'm excited to jump in. Oh, yes. And we got yeah. some We got some great so trades are happening in Dynasty right now. Oh, a lot of trades are happening. I mean, you guys kind of coined the phrase on the Sonic Truth. This is not the offseason. This is the Dynasty on. It's the season. on season. It's this really the, the on season. season. It's not this the off what... season at all. It's the on season. We've coined <laughs> a bunch of things lately on the Sonic Truth. Yeah, I mean. Things I mean, I'm not really proud guys. of, thanks to Alan Soslowski. Uh, well, <laughs> I, you, I mean, you do have the the best lunch lady segment in all of podcasting. I don't even think fantasy football podcasting. I'd say podcasting in general. Definitely. Yeah, inappropriate, crazy <laughs> lunch lady is uh, is a is a funny is a funny segment. It really yeah. is. And then Alan uh, Alan also had uh, cr- crazy stripper stories that we didn't even know. We, we weren't planning that at all. That's just that's just one episode of the Sonic Truth. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get you, so. you three together. I mean, shenanigans will ensue. We had we had one show that was like by the book. The the, the episode uh-huh. prior, we didn't get into anything. I didn't throw any mug shots up on the screen. But once you know, once in a while, I have a mug shot to throw up there. Sometimes they're fake mug shots. One the one where the woman defecated on her boss's desk after she won the lottery. Yes, that was fake. Oh, 
I mean, oh. it was a real mugshot, but she did just did something. It wasn't that person? It was like it was like she she was accused of, uh, I think, having needles near a school or something insane. Yeah, but it wasn't like that funny, right? No, I mean, it wasn't funny at all. <laughs> but if you win the lottery and you you know that's funny. That is funny. That is definitely hilarious. Um, but we don't got any. We don't got any lunch lady stuff here tonight, but we do have two very good uh, segments lined up. We got to buy and sell. We do that every week. And then this week, we got the pod father. So we're going to do a little trade court. Three trades. I'll take one side. Jason takes the other. And the pod father will weigh in on it and then rule who wins. So, boys, what do you say? We jump right on in and enter the trade court. Let's do it. All rise for the honorable trade gods. So the first trade on tonight's slate, Team A is acquiring J.K. Dobbins. Team B is acquiring Kenneth Gainwell in the 208 in this year's rookie draft. Jason, you will be defending the side getting J.K. Dobbins, so the floor is yours, my friend. Your Honor, without exaggerating, J.K. Dobbins has one of the best profiles in the entire NFL. He's got decent size at 5'10", 210 pounds, a 96 percentile speed score with strength as well as he has a 76 percentile bench press. His value across the board has taken a massive hit anywhere you look. He used to be an RB10, at least top 10 usually is where you would see him. Now he's outside the top 20 in pretty much all rankings. In 2022, it was a bad year. I'll admit it, but it was because of health and because of health only however last year even though he only played eight games he still had three three 100 plus yard games and two 20 point fantasy performances if i may your honor i have a a, a little bit of a run i would like to show the audience let me play it here he's fumbling judge take that into consideration <laughs> let me put it to the beginning here we go this is on twitter he's in the backfield 48 of pittsburgh first oh there he goes a big hole after the races with the move. And if you'll remember, Your Honor, this play was thrown across Twitter in a frenzy. People were saying that J.K. Dobbins is dust. J.K. Dobbins is limping. But to me, sir, it shows that he was still able to be explosive even with an injury, even at less than 100%. Your Honor, I am taking J.K. Dobbins every single day of the week. He's rehabilitated and will bounce back in 2023. Okay. Okay, mm. that's a pretty good uh, start there. But I will like to say here, Your Honor, uh, he did get caught in that very run that you supposedly showcased to us. I think maybe that wasn't the best chase, Jason. But nonetheless, I'm here to defend the Kenny Gainwell 208 side. Kenny Gainwell, okay, he's probably more of a, uh, a community favorite, certainly a podfather favorite, more than he is a dynasty contributor so far. But that's okay. He's going into year three, and not only is he going, he no longer has Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is gone. Later, bye-bye. They bring in Rashad Penny, and then last year, the last three games of the year, which happen to be playoff games, playoff games in which the Eagles went all the way to the Super Bowl, They he, he got a 10, ca- 10 touches, 10 touches, 17. He had over 100 yards from scrimmage in one of those playoff games, and that's but that's not it. We're not going to talk about Kenny Gamewell. We're going to talk about both assets here because it is the dynasty on season. And in the dynasty on season, you want to get liquid. You want to get some of your liquidity. You want to take an asset, charge it in the turn in the two. Because you never know, J.K. Dobbins can get hurt. Kenny Gainwell can get hurt. 
But if Gainwell gets hurt, you have kind of hedged your bet here. You've gotten yourself a little bit of a backup plan here with the two. Oh, eight. And looking at some of our mocks that we have on the player profiler mock draft section, you can get yourself a Tajay Spears, a Tank Bigsby, Zach Evans, potentially a Devon A chain if he were to slip to you here at the 208. So I'm saying here that, yes, J.K. Dobbins may be the best player in this deal, but I want the two assets because I get two cracks at getting running backs to help my fantasy team because we are so far away from seeing any fantasy points scored. So give me the two over the one. Your Honor, would you like to settle this dispute for us? <clears throat> this is quite the trade to give me the throw out at the beginning of the show. <laughs> wow, is this a real trade? Did you guys make this up to try to nope. break my brain? This came from the Trade Finder, the Trade Finder that we endorse every single week here on the show because we uh, we like to use it to kind of give us a basis on, on, on what our trades may look like, what the market looks like out there. Yeah, the player profiler, uh, Trade Finder, yeah, looks up all the trades on my fantasy league and finds you know, the trades that are happening and it's interesting. It's really interesting to just you can just type in Gainwell. You can type in mm-hmm. Dobbins. You can type in anybody, and you can see all the trades that are happening involving that player. It's pretty cool. Oh, this is so tough. Is, normally, I want the best <laughs> player. Normally, yep. part of getting liquid, by the way, is not only getting picks, but it's also creating roster space. Yep. So creating roster space so you can accommodate those rookies is part of the equation. And so you're actually, you know creating roster space doing a two for one but this isn't a real two for one in that one of those is a pick so it's really a one for one Mm -hmm. really when you think about it in terms of roster space raw roster space i typically want the best player i like jk dobbins i think he's an incredible value right Mm -hmm. now remember jk dobbins in his rookie year was the most efficient running back in the passing game in the nfl like he was taking screen passes for Mm -hmm. touchdowns the problem was he's only getting like one or two targets a game and that's the issue there's this great catch 22 with Dobbins in that he's damned if he does. And he's damned if he doesn't, if he has Lamar Jackson, then the offense is going to be more efficient. He's going to score more touchdowns, but Lamar Jackson is going to run the ball. He's not going to dump it off. He's only catching one or two passes a game with Lamar Jackson. If he doesn't have Lamar Jackson, he catches more passes, but the offense would be one of the worst in the league. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're really, unless they go out and they somehow trade Lamar Jackson and then get a check down quarterback like a Ryan Tannehill or Mac Jones, even better. If I knew the Ravens were going to go out and get Mac Jones, trade Lamar Jackson for Mac Jones plus, this would be a slam dunk for J.K. Dobbins. I would run to get J.K. Dobbins. Run and get him. Dobbins has been through... All of the see the, the thing. One of my guys on player profiler is also Kenny Gainwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Kenny Gainwell, and it's Kenny Gainwell was was getting more and more and more touches throughout the season last year, right into the playoffs. You, you looked up, and you're like, "Oh, there's Gainwell again." No, it's Gainwell in the backfield again. Oh, in the Super Bowl, there's Gainwell. You saw more Gainwell than you saw Sanders. And then what are they? They they signed Rashad Penny for less than they're paying Boston Scott. Right. If the Eagles don't draft a running back in the first three rounds. It's big time game on for Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell is a monster producer in college. He's their best receiver out of the backfield. He's only going to get more touches, right? He's 200 mm-hmm. pounds. He's big enough. This is a good one. We started off with a banger. We said it was going to be a banger of an episode. This is the thing. 
the other guy in this trade has eaten all of the sunk cost of J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. The entire carrying cost of getting him to this place has been absorbed by the other guy in the trade, right? The, the guy that's dealing Dobbins. Yeah. It's really a sell low moment because you, you, you IR'd him and then you had to put up with him last year when he wasn't coming back and you, you weren't sure was going in for revision surgery. Is he going to play? He's not 100%. He's, he's clearly not limping, but he's clearly got a hitch in his gait. Mm-hmm. But we've seen these guys, Saquon Barkley, Todd Gurley, it can take a year, more than a year until they're finally back all the way. And then when they're right. back back, it's like, oh, this guy's back back. Like last year, Saquon was back back. Oh, yeah. J.K. Dobbins backpack with the upside of the possibility of having a Mac Jones or a Ryan Tannehill under center. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And if Gainwell's my guy, I'm going Dobbins. Okay. Okay. Wow. So you're taking the player over the two. And I think what you the, the point you bring up of rostering J.K. through all of the turmoil, right? You had to see him come back in week three, only to leave, go back on the IR after week six. Yeah, he's Wait done all the work. Weeks. You've done the all the work. That, the guy that sell. you're trading with did all the work. Yeah, they incubated what we see now in J.K. You are going to unleash the beast on your league, and you're not going to get any of the benefits. So that's something to think about in your dynasty gaming, that if you're going to sit there and handle all the crap, all the lows, don't go ahead and give them away before you get some of the benefits. So the Podfather is ruling on Team A, getting J.K. Dobbins. Cody Coppertier is in the chat, and he agrees as well. And if you like the trade court, we got two more coming right on up. But first, let's hear about the Breakout Finder. Oh, hey, it's uh, Mr. Breakout Finder coming at you. The Breakout Finder features three key tools. A database of metrics that includes speed score, college dominator, breakout age, but also breakout finder only stats like dynamic score, level of competition, teammate score. All of these things are part of the overall breakout finder algorithm that pinpoints the probability that a player will break out. Everyone's talking about my model does this and my model does that. Well, we give you the data points that go into the model. We have a feature that lets you compare players and then we give you the precise probability of every wide receiver, every running back sorted and filterable by class year. So when I'm talking to my friends and I need to show them why I'm so bullish on player X, I pull out the breakout finder and bam, there he is. So go to the app store, go to Google play. It's five bucks to get the breakout finder. And then a couple extra bucks to get some of these additional enhanced stats, go download it and thank me later. Man, how is it to be on the show, but then be the ad read? It's surreal, man. That's weird. That was a weird one. I was like, who's <laughs> that guy? Who's that handsome devil talking about the breakout finder? Look at him. Handsome app right there. Handsome app. Handsome app. Uh, Jackson handsome Smith and Jigba. He's pretty good. I mean, uh, good. this this wide receiver class, boys, not good. Not good no. at all. Not no, no. good. We know we're starting to sift through the weeds, you know, doing a lot of work with Cody. It seems like maybe Jonathan Mingo might be the one true alpha in this class, but we'll have to kind of see how it pans out. Uh, we do have. And there are very trade. few, right? There's really not no. a lot. I mean, we were hoping it would be Quinton Johnston. He's not no. nearly as fast as we wanted. Right. He's not. He's more of a flanker. Seems like it. It's true, man. Tillman. He Mingo, might be, Mingo but... is rising. Uh, my guy is Marvin Mim. He's rising. Mm hmm. Yeah, a bunch of these, some interesting uh, is it Tillman, Cedric Tillman 
it looks like he's a lock, a lock for day two. Yeah. So some guys that are locks for day two, suddenly, you know, Jaden, Jaden Reed, not a lock for, for day two anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're based on the mocks, like these, the, the, the rankings get adjusted because there really is a big difference. The guy goes second round versus fifth round at the wide receiver position. Sure. There's a Stefan Diggs. You're right. We have, we might have, yeah. might have to have Reed pull a Stefan Diggs who's one of his comps from the fifth round, but I'd rather not. I'd rather not have have to have him resuscitate himself from the fifth round. Be much better. I'd feel so much better if uh, receivers I like go in the second round. Marvin right. Mims in particular, really really love him. Hope he, but that's like I'm squinting. Even Marvin yes. Mims, I like him, but I'm squinting. Yes, you have to paint the picture. But do you think this is actually kind of how the NFL is going with these smaller receivers? Because now I'm starting to see you see him coming more and more. They're more and more productive. I guess we'll have to see three years from now. Is it more of a trend, or was the 2023 class a bunch of shrimps? We'll find out. But we won't have to find out about this second trade here. Team A is acquiring the 101. This is a 1QB 12-teamer. And Team B is acquiring Christian Watson, the 106, and a 2024 round one draft selection so i will take the side of team a and i will wait, wait, hold on you guys gotta say if it's super flex or not no it's one qb i just said that yeah i said one qb you did yep okay it should be on the screen one QB. Okay. okay it should be on the screen if it's super flex or one quarterback <laughs> tips from the pop one quarterback. oh my god this is one quarterback yes so this is not even a debate this isn't even the 101 this is b john robinson Right. This is no one else. This is Bijan. So I will take the chance. I am taking the side of the 101, and I will present it. And I have a surprise piece of evidence. Judge, may I bring it forth to the court? Boom. Bijan Robinson. And what you all are looking at right there is a snapshot of our rookie guide. I'm not going to give it all away. You're going to have to go check it out. But look at how beautiful that rookie guide is. And Bijan Robinson, he's a Probably the most hyped prospect we've seen since Saquon, maybe Jonathan Taylor. He's got the size, 5'11", 215. He's athletic, 44640, 108.7 speed score, and a 124.9 burst score. All three of those are above the 80th percentile. Look at that playstyle comp, Cam Akers. I know it's tough to think of Cam Akers now because we've dealt with some turmoil. But think of Cam Akers back when he was drafted. He was hyped for good reason. And when you look at his top comparable players, Marshawn Lynch, Cam Akers, Ezekiel Elliott, even Ryan Matthews was a sneaky good fantasy running back for some time. So I want to get Bijan on my one QB dynasty team. And I guess I'm willing to pay any price to get him. The floor is yours, Jason. And I get it. Your Honor, I get it. The athleticism, the profile, everything about Bijan Robinson is fantastic. But let's look at weeks 10 through 13 last season. Christian Watson had 32.7 points, 21.1 points, 21 points, 24.4 points, eight touchdowns. Seven of those were receiving. Even one of those was a rushing touchdown. And you know whose record he tied? He tied Randy Moss, eight touchdowns across four games as a rookie. His production did slip, I'll admit. After that, he did pick up a hip strain. He did see less snap share. But even with Jordan Love, and we know that Aaron Rodgers might be leaving Green Bay and Jordan Love might be the incumbent, he still scored one of those 21-point games with Jordan Love. 
Christian Watson is amazing. And my client really wanted and needed him on his team. I need you to view Christian Watson as the next Randy Moss when you're breaking down this trade. And in that erroneous fact, judge, <laughs> objection, what? objection, hearsay, erroneous. <laughs> Your honor, please <laughs> strike that from the record. Everyone in the chat, strike that from your memory. Wait, who did Jason have on the Did Jason have the J.K. Dobbins side on the last one? He did. He did. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. And guess what? He did pick all these. He cherry picked these, I think. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, I asked which ones you had a preference for a prosecution. Any side, baby. (laughs) And just just know when you're seeing Randy Moss plus the 106 plus a first round pick next year, that that is a recipe for success. And my client will be contending for the next two, maybe even three years. I'm taking the Christian Watson and pick side. Oh, man. It's close. <laughs> in both of these trades, by the way, in our trade analyzer, close. Mm-hmm. Right? They're fair trades. Uh, well, we will reveal that in a minute. But one is this particular deal. Uh, I, 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 if you're in a startup, right? If you were in a startup, you would actually take this deal if you were Team B. The problem is the rookie picks when you when when you're post startup, the allure of the new asset and the best of the new assets that are about to be dropped on the teams on the twelve teams, it's so enticing. When you're in a startup, when there's a bunch of running backs that are available and there's a you know at least a couple that are in Bijan's class right in in his tier, it doesn't feel as special. And you can do a deal like this because you typically you want twenty twenty four firsts. Right. And the nice thing is it is the 106. It's not the 107. It's not the 108. It's the 106. And the 106 is a nice little dividing line because we're really not sure where Abanacanda is going to go. Roshan Johnson. There's some real fragility there with those players seven and beyond. But at least if you have the 101 through the 106, you know, you're going to get either Addison or Flowers or Charbonnet. Mm-hmm. Especially if I knew it would be Charbonnet. It could be Charbonnet. Could be. And Absolutely, could be Charbonnet. If you get Charbonnet or Flowers there. I think Flowers is—he uh, has been rising up our boards. Look at—I mean, Zay Flowers could have came out early, but if there's anyone that is going to be like a Chris Olave type player in this class, it's going to be Zay Flowers, a guy mm-hmm. that he was not an early declare, right? So that is definitely a red flag. The other guys that we like—they're they're all early, including Marvin Mims, early declares, right? But you talk about the types of receivers that are thriving now in the NFL: five nine, one eighty two. He runs the four four two. He's like a he's like a better version of Jahan Dotson. He's that's that's his comp. But I mean, thirty percent college target share, close to a fifty percent college dominator in his final season. And then he passed the Shrine Bowl test. Everyone at the Shrine Bowl is like, this guy is incredible, mm-hmm. right? So those that got eyes on him were you know were were blown away by his ability. Uh, and last year, one hundred and thirty targets that he commanded. Mm-hmm. With another thirty percent target share, as I mentioned, and twelve TDs, that's what you're getting, right? You're getting mm-hmm. one of the better wide receiver prospects in this class. It's an argument. I actually, if I were on the clock, I'd have a hard time picking Addison over Flowers. I really mm. would. We're, we're right down the middle with them. Addison is is younger, right? Addison had the earlier breakout. Yep. Addison is the early declare, and those things certainly help him, but. Flowers has everything else, right? And there's there's always going to be a senior or two that does, you know, break out all over oh, the yeah. place like Olave last year. Flowers is that guy this year. 
there's really not a doubt. And so I'm really happy to, 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 to do the deal, to get a first rounder next year, to get a flowers or a Charbonnet this year, but then also Christian Watson. I think you've got to do this. I mean, assuming that you have some need at wide receiver, I'm assuming there's some need at wide receiver because it's probably going to be their Addison or flowers. And then you're talking about Christian Watson. I don't do this deal. If I'm good at wide receiver, it's right. not the needle enough for me, but if you are weak at wide receiver, I think this is, this is a trade to do. It's weird. Like again, if it were presented to me, I might not do it. Even though in a startup, if these players were falling in a certain way, I would, I would want to structure my team so that I would, I would have the three players over the Bijan side. Mm -hmm. And yet, Bijan's value is only going up. Oh yeah. So it's it's tough. I I think what I'm going to do is also just because I mean I can't I, I just I can't endorse a lawyer who had the audacity to <laughs> Watson to yes! Randy Moss. Yes! <laughs> so we're going with Team A, even though I would actually prefer Team B in a vacuum. But because of the, the, the game theory dynamics involved and the, uh, the out of order that Jason Allwine was earlier, <laughs> you're uh, in the Randy Moss out of order, I'm going to go Team A here. We're going to go Bijan. But that's only because I think I can get more for him in two weeks. Right. After his name's called, if he does go shockingly high – to some, I mean, he's going to go up in value. I think I can shop. I can continue too. to shop this pick and get more. Yeah. Yep. Is there? Is, now, let me just ask you this, Matt. Is there a line in which you're just saying piss off in terms of that that round one in this year's pick? If is it the one oh eight? Are you just like no, thank you? It one seven, or are you willing to take a one oh eight, one oh nine to get this deal done? If that's your if that's your preference. Because 106 is like that sweet spot, like you said. Like when we look at our mocks, you were talking about a safe. I, I think the like I said, I think I think if I if if I couldn't do another deal, if I knew that this was my last chance to yeah. do any deals for Bijan, I would do it. But okay. I wouldn't do it because I'm going to keep shopping. Okay, that's 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 where I'm at. And uh, anything less than the 106, I'm not doing it. Right. If it's the 109, I'm not doing it. It's too risky. It's too risky mm -hmm. with Bijan. It's 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 a lock. There's incredible upside with a Banacanda and a chain and Miller, depending on where they go, but it kind of depends on where they go. Right. And making the trade now, you're not, you're not, you don't have the luxury of time. You now have the one Oh six. So you're kind of stuck with how the NFL draft unfolds. Whereas if you wait, you might be able to kind of attack that landing spot that you do prefer. Cause I know in Superflex we've talked about on past shows, our jumping off point, the point we're trying to trade back is the 110. For me in one QBs, it's the 106, maybe 107 if I if the board falls right. So the okay. nice thing is if you do that deal and you you get these picks, you leave your it, it's possible that a Banacanda goes, you know, day two to a great landing spot. Yeah. Right. And then you're really happy because then you don't have to worry about the receiver. You're just like, oh, I'm going to Banacanda. Right. You're going with that running back with a good even even spot. Roshan. Roshan could of land course. somewhere awesome. Yeah. There aren't that many spots that he could go. But if if you know if if either of those guys ends up in like Atlanta or some of these places or Miami, mm -hmm. there's just certain places where these running backs can land. Like the Chargers dump Eckler, and right. then they, they if the Chargers were to dump Eckler and then draft Roshan. <laughs> I mean, think about that. 
it would be crazy. We he, might put, we'll, we'll have a dance party here. Oh, so we would love that. There's a bunch of reasons why Team B, things could work out really well with that 106. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're, 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 you have some asymmetrical upside there with the 106 and in the in the 2024 first. You you said your piece. I, oh. you know, I took that win. Hey, I'm it still, is what it is. I'm still it's going over. team A. There it is. Ah. And Jason, you will never live it down that you Randy fumbled Moss. the bag. Yeah, Randy Moss, erroneous on all accounts. I will that will <laughs> forever live in trade God's lore. When Jason was on the one yard line and <clears throat> fumbled the football, and I took it all the way to the biscuit. Love it. Love it. So now we go to the third and final trade here tonight. Team A acquired Rashad Penny, Damian Harris, and the 114 in this year's rookie draft and sent away Derrick Henry and a 2024 third round pick. For a little bit of context here, this is a 14-team PPR Superflex tight end premium league. So that does help the uh, the 114 bolster a little value and, and it's just not because i'm defending the side of team a no 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 no. that's not why i'm saying all this stuff it's just the facts are the facts so in this trade you're giving away the best player derrick henry by far the king the guy who's beating farther time as of right now still a very very good running back but again in the spirit of multiplying some assets you're getting three of them and i would argue each and every one of them have a launching pad within the next couple of weeks. If the Eagles come away with no running back in the first couple of days of their draft, Rashad Penny's value will see an uptick. If the Buffalo Bills do not select a running back with significant draft capital, which I do not expect that they would, given that they took the third running back off the board in 2022 in James Cook. And the 114, we know the trajectories of picks in this time of year. And if you look at our mocks, you look at on playerprofile.com, go ahead and check out some of the mock draft research we're doing. And I've done quite a bit. I've been helping Cody out. So I've seen a lot of these mock drafts, the NFL mock drafts. So I kind of see where landing spots could be. I'm looking at a decent little prospect here. Kendra Miller, potentially a Jalen Hyatt who could fall a Keishon Boutte. If things work out, Tajay Spears or my pick of tight end. Like I said, tight and premium. So, that is why you look at the latest dynasty rankings. I am looking right now at the mock drafts, not the rankings, just the mock. Oh drafts. yeah, well you don't want you don't want booty. Uh, well, he has collapsed because he's he's now projected to go day three. Yes, booty was always very fragile in his value because too much off field stuff. Combine wasn't great, but you know when you do a lot of shows with Cody, you can get in your head and get you to believe in some things. But yeah, even Cody's off him finally. <laughs> took him long enough. Took him long enough. That's good. So let's just scratch. Your Honor, I'd like to scratch the Keishon Butte reference from the record. That was no need, neither here nor there. But Kendra Miller, can I introduce a little bit of that? Can I? A little Kendra Miller? So that's why trading away Derrick Henry now, where he is guaranteed to score zero fantasy points for the next few months, and get yourself not one, not two, Your Honor, but three. Tres assets all of which could go up in value that you can play as you will as you head into the fantasy season. So I rest my case. The floor is yours, Jason. Your Honor, in the interest of saving the jury's time and saving your time and saving opposing counsel's time, give me the superstar in the King Derrick Henry. I rest my case. 
Short and sweet. See, I am not capable of short and sweet. Mm. His mouth wasn't lining up with his words there. I think he's buffering. <laughs> oh, no. It was, did you notice that? I did. I thought so, but I thought was I was going weird. crazy a little bit. I thought I might have been going a little nuts. That was a weird one. I was like, okay. <laughs> really, that's all Jason had to say. I mean, again, it's it's. this is what's – can I just explain? This is explain what's what great want. about Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is why we love Dynasty because this trade would be silly season in a seasonal league. Oh, yeah. Right? This wouldn't make any sense because you can just right. go the waiver wire and you can restock and you can get another Damian Harris and another Rashad Penny for next week, right? Because there's always a you know a Jalen Warren available. And so you would never do a trade, anything like this. This only works in Dynasty where the, the, the waiver wire is barren, where these are deep leagues, mm-hmm. 14 teams, the idea that you can just go get a running back that's going to give you production any given week on the waiver wire doesn't exist in Dynasty. That is the that is the underrated difference in Dynasty versus right. seasonal leagues. It's not the fact that we have these guys for their careers. It's that the leagues are so deep that you can't just troll the waiver wire to solve all your problems and just constantly churn two-for-one deals all day in people's face. Right. That's what the, That's the bane of the seasonal league right where it's so obvious you always want the best player in the deal in dynasty there's some more nuance there it's like well actually these assets are valuable they have real value because you can't just go find it the starting running back on the bills the starting running back on the eagles high powered offenses it's crazy and one of them will probably survive in a reasonable way to to probably be the the touch leader early on especially damian harris right so it's it's not that crazy of a deal, Maddie. It's really not. And in a mm-hmm. two quarterback league, at least that one fourteen can get you somewhere close to a quarterback. Not the big four, but it could put you in the conversation to like get to the one oh six, the one oh seven, maybe to trade up for a Will Levis at least. Get somebody. Absolutely. Or well, potentially the- a Hendon Hooker, he might find that uh you know, round one draft capital. Maybe he's there at the one fourteen. Maybe, 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 maybe. If he goes in the first round, he's not going to be there. So, this isn't that crazy. The point is, it isn't that crazy. I bet in real life, you wouldn't be able to trade up to get a quarterback with Derrick Henry. I bet you had to. You had to do this deal because you're weak at quarterback, right? That's my. That's my guess. So to reveal this whole thing, this is a trade that went down in the TGIF, the Trade Gods Invitational Fantasy League, and I am Team A, so I represented myself here. I'm doing a little bit of a Lamar Jackson, if you will. I'm representing myself, and that is exactly the case. I don't have strong quarterbacks, and I'm just trying to bolster assets so I can maybe move up in the draft or strike when when, when the opportunity arises to get myself an upgrade at cornerback. Because right now, I'm starting Jared Goff, Sam Howell. Not great. So you got, you just, you fucked the draft so bad. How did you let that happen? It was auction. It was auction. And I just thought I could find a value. Didn't find it. Went all the other routes. But again, this is why we love Dynasty. There are zero fantasy points. You let yourself only have Goff and and Howell at quarterback? Yeah, it was a mistake. But I'm making, I'm trying to make it up for it, Matt. What are you doing? I'm trying to make up for Look it here. Look at the position you put yourself in where now you're dumping Derrick Henry for Penny and Maybe Harris. Maybe I like to do the first. work. I'm a grinder. I'm a grinder. You set yourself up for this. I did. I did. It, you it's know, but great it's okay. content. 
<laughs> hey, I get it all for the content, Matt. You know, content is king, baby. You got Brock Purdy too. I did get Brock Purdy. Oh, I do wow. have Baker Mayfield, and I do have Bailey Zappi. So I have a bunch of scrubs. So I have a bunch of, eh, but you know, trying to give myself a plethora of assets, and then I have a couple of bullets and try to fire away to get myself a quarterback. So now this has become the not only defend my client, but defend myself in front of the podfather, Jason. I'm ready, remember I'm, I'm ready to do long it. ago, Derrick Henry, he was putting up like 30 fantasy points a game for a stretch. Yeah. His upside is amazing. He's only going to, he's in his age 29 season. He has a 2,000 yard full season in 2020, right? 5.4 yards a carry. He even had over 1,500 yards last year. He was very good. I mean, but, but the, the game logs. Right. Where we're, I'm looking at 35 point games, 25 point games like he can beat you in DFS. There were weeks where you needed to play Henry because he would be at a 47 point. Week yeah, he can destroy the yeah. year before that. Like he just he crushes slates, 35 points, 38 points, another 40 point week. The guy, but his team's not getting any better. Offensive line's only getting worse. He's getting older. He's never caught passes, though. He did almost double his number of receptions from the previous year last year with 33. He was a, a top five fantasy running back. You're talking so about Kendra Miller at the 114. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I got him at the 112 in a rookie startup, uh, rookie draft just a couple weeks ago. So it's possible. You're not trying to win this year. Oh, I am. I am trying to win. That's why I'm putting in the work. That's why I'm grinding, Maddie. I'm grinding here to get myself in this, a position to win. This feels like a trade that a rebuilding team, a, a productive struggle team, would have done knowing that they were going to trade Penny and Harris. I could, but I might not. We'll see. But that my point is, and it's to your point of why dynasty. You may is have a lot to tank now. It, no, no. If you saw my receivers, I don't think I have to tank. I don't think I'll have to tank. And I'm just I'm just a decent yeah, you're, you're, showing you're, you're, from Sam you're. Howell away from going from being a lot better. I mean Brock Purdy. I listen, my team, I, I, I know what I'm doing here. You think I'm gonna sleep at the wheel. I think I'm no, gonna I don't think you're sleeping at the wheel. I you believe, you must believe that there's gonna be some demand for this 114. I'm well, yeah, of course. I'm hoping there'll be some command. This trade, this league is a hyper trading league, a lot of moves to be yeah. made. When the rookie draft does come, our personal rookie draft, not the NFL draft. There will be a lot of trades to be made. And like I said pre-show, this is now pulling back the curtain here to talk about what we talked about pre-show. The 114 is just a step on the ladder. Climb myself up to the 110, climb myself up to the 18, and now I'm within striking distance of a okay. quarterback. All right, you, you, quarterback. you've convinced me. You, yes, okay, now okay, with that context, I'm going to go Team B. Of course it's Derrick Henry. <laughs> 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 the Mr. Echo, you saw you with Oh, I think you're just setting yourself up to, to for a challenge. That's Maybe. what you wanted. Maybe. Who doesn't like a good challenge? It's yeah, a man. terrible draft class to have the 114. It's not a great draft class. It's not. I had the 110, but I traded that. You know, there's a whole lot of context here, but it's a little bit long. You better we'll hope Moshan's there hours. or Banacanda somehow. So well, I'll get back to you. Maybe we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It could be a bad agenda. What would really let me know? Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> let us know how this ends up. You know what could certainly really, really pork me is if a bandicanda, Kendra Miller, Roshan go to the Eagles or the Bills. And now I'm kind of just like, ooh, that's all possible. Ooh, that would be rough. But again, hey, hey, hey. I'm trying. We're gonna here. you got one good season left at least. You got one like one one last job. 
you know, like like the movie Heat. I, I that's kind of <laughs> how I, I feel like Derek Henry's like the movie Heat. Yeah. This is one last job, right? This, this is this yeah. season. This is it. This is it. I'm out. Yeah. This is, yeah, that's true. That's but, it. So, I mean, well, look, look, look at the, the rush attempts. I mean, he was well, well over 300 rush attempts again last year. So there, he mm-hmm. came in like to the first part of his career very lightly used. Yes. Now they're just grinding him into the ground. Mm-hmm. So I understand what you're doing, and I understand why people no one wants to pay for him. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But the season's going to start, and he's going to put up 35 points again. People are going <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Or he doesn't. Is that a good argument? No, it's not really that good. But it's he okay. He passes. He caught 33 passes. Yes, I know. I know. Listen, now you got me. Now, I'm not saying it. No, you're not going to get my head, Matty. You're not going to get me regretting this trade. I, I, It was part of my process then. It's part of my process now. And I'll keep you engaged. I'll let you know. When I see you in KC. You're going to package like uh, you're going to package Howell and the 114 and, and Damian Harris if he survives the draft, try to move up to get. Stroud, or you're not going to get. I don't think they're going to, they're not going to do that. Your league mates are not going to do that. Uh, well, they're certainly not going to do that if you're telling them not to do it because they all watch <laughs> the show. So, so I don't know, man. So, it's, Matt, it's, do it's, me it's a favor. Far fetched. <laughs> yeah. Matt, tell all of our listeners how they should get rid of their 101s, 102, 103s to me now because it's good process. No, that's not going to work. It's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But that's actually going to wrap up the trade court segment. Jason is victorious tonight, winning trade one, and certainly sounds like he dominated trade number three and maybe even almost had a clean sweep uh, in the courtroom. Uh, kind of just fumbled the bag in uh, trade two so it's okay jason i will have my revenge no doubt about it but let's keep this fun train moving we got some buys and some sells for y'all it's time to buy and sell so matt it's customary on this show that i like to let jason pick whether we're gonna do buys or sells but since you're our honored guest you know what jason you still pick because matt you chose against me twice so jason you pick what was that about? <laughs> we, we could buy. We could buy. We could, we could spend. Yeah. Some, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so today I am saying to buy Michael Pittman. Jason says to buy Tyreek Hill. And Matt wanted to keep it a mystery, so he will reveal his buy. So Jason, tell everyone listening why they should buy Mr. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and you know, I, I get the risk in buying an older asset in Dynasty Leagues. It's true. It's right in front of us every single time. The age apex is a real thing. But yesterday... And, you know, you've got to take the man for his word. It's at some degree. He said he's going to give it 10 years. He's going into his eighth season. He said he wants to finish out his contract with the Dolphins, and uh, which is kind of weird because that kind of contradicts itself. There's two ways to break this down. If he wants to play for 10 years in the NFL, then we're getting three more seasons of Tyreek Hill. If he wants to finish out this Dolphins contract, then we're getting four more seasons of Tyreek Hill. No matter, way, no matter which way you want to cut it, though, you're getting – at least three years of Tyreek Hill, and he is an elite athlete. And we've been seeing older athletes, especially wide receivers, still perform regardless of their age. So we've been seeing Devontae Ooh. Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cups, Stephon Dix, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, all of those guys older than Tyreek Hill, believe it or not. And right now he is wide receiver 15 in our rankings, which is totally fair considering everything. He's wide receiver 13 on keep trade cut. But the last few seasons, he's been top six over the last three years in points per game. Only one season outside of the top 11 in points per game. Last year, he was wide receiver two in in the full season, wide receiver five in 2021, 
wide receiver two in 2020. And in 2019, he only played 12 games, but still had 11th in points per game. And of course, in 2018, also the wide receiver three. Either way, season finishes like that will make me want to keep coming back to Tyreek Hill. I will be buying him. And it's guaranteed at this point that you're at least going to get a top 10 wide receiver, even if it is only two or three more seasons. So I'm spending up for him. It's not too much, I think, for the elite, the elite talent that you're going to be getting from him. Matt, anything you want to add about Tyreek Hill? No, it's well done, Jason. Well done. You're getting better and better at the show. It's a fun show. It's a, it's a fun show. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, good. <laughs> Pittman. Pittman like, Pittman's a value town play, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying to buy Michael Pittman. And, and, and let's look at some of his stats from 2022. He was third in routes run, so he was on the field a lot. We like that in fantasy. Second in total route wins, which is another thing that we love to see from our wide receivers. That means they're good at getting open. A 46.6% win rate versus man, third best amongst qualified wide receivers. We love that because that means mano a mano, he's still getting open. And he was actually even better against the zone, which is another thing that we like to see. I had Dario Ofstein over on the game plan last week, and he kind of uh, – it was interesting. It was like a, a, a genius teaching the monkey the internet with these advanced analytics and all this stuff he was giving. But he was breaking down expected fantasy points versus fantasy points. And he said, you know, you want the guys who might have better expected fantasy points because there might be some positive regression in their profile. Michael Pittman had – Better expected points, fantasy points per game last year than fantasy points, mainly due to his only four touchdowns. Now, over the last two seasons, he had 14 points a game. That was 22nd. And he had Carson Wentz as his quarterback. This past year, 13 and a half fantasy points a game with Matt Ryan, Sam Elliger, Nick Foles, the pod father, Jason Allwine at quarterback. So that means he can perform with some real, real shit bad quarterbacks. Hey. Yeah, I know you're a Matt Ryan upgrade. guy. I like you're that. A Matt Ryan an guy. upgrade. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's good. And, and so he's wide receiver 21 in our player profile rank. So we're not necessarily saying to buy a dip in his value, but I'm saying to buy before a takeoff occurs. And some of the trades that I found on our trade finder tool on playerprofile.com that I would do absolutely, I would absolutely crush these trades, smash the accept button. And all these happened within the last week. So we're talking about recent trades. So we're getting a quick snapshot of some of the fantasy markets around the world. I could get Pittman for Claypool, Nico Collins in the 112, ching doing that. If I could get Pittman for the 107, cha-ching, I'm doing that. If I could get Pitt, Kyle, uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Pittman, too many mats in the show. It's in my brain. Michael Pittman for Karen Rogers and Kadarius Tony. Again, I'm absolutely smashing that. So Karen Rogers. Karen Rogers. I can't take credit for that. Someone else said it, but it's I just it's stuck. Once I heard it, it's just in my brain forever. Karen Rogers. You know, I got Michael Pittman for the the two oh seven. Wow. Well, why couldn't I present a trade like that? I would have slammed up that son of a bitch tonight. I don't know. It was it was a smash. <laughs> But yeah, but I think that just speaks to the point that the market around Michael Bittman is either plateaued and we're looking at a takeoff or it's dipped and you can buy. So I'm saying, yeah, buy. yeah, you, we, he, his, his advanced metrics are great. Which they is are what we talked about like his mm-hmm. win rate every year has been top 10 just in route wins where we look at every single route that he runs with the all 22 tape mm-hmm. in. This is the perfect type of receiver you're trying to acquire in Dynasty. Yes. A guy that's proven himself for a couple of years. He's heading into a second contract. His value's depressed because of external reasons, mm-hmm. right? External forces pushing him down, suppressing his value. These are all the reasons why to buy, right? So yep. as soon as a guy has no quarterbacks left and the team is tanking and, and, and he's still super efficient, 
is the reason why I've been buying DJ Moore all along. Same reason you go back and just keep buying Michael Pittman. These are the type, you know, it, it was all oh, well, uh, you know, Chris Godwin doesn't have a quarterback anymore. Going right back to a guy like Godwin. Mm-hmm. Don't care, right? Yeah. I want wide receivers that have shown me either like top 10 in a bunch of key metrics or top 10 fantasy performances. And they're still in their prime. They're in their window. They're either just past the AJ Apex or coming up on it. Those wide receivers are typically the best value for dynasty because you still have that three-year window right. where they can crush age 27, 28, 29, or in Pittman's case, we're talking about age 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. Right. He's still in that perfect window for, for performance. You don't think in five years he's going to find a quarterback? Well, that's the thing too. I would. That's why it, I think it's very crucial to get a guy like Pittman. You think someone's going to come along and supplant him? He's a he's a true. No, out. no, no. And if they get a Will Levis at the one hundred and four, Will Levis is best player comparable is Jay Cutler. Who did Jay Cutler thrive with? Brandon Marshall. Who is Brandon Marshall? Similar speed, similar skill set, similar size. Michael Pittman, laser rocket arm. Will Levis throwing it to Michael Pittman, who can go get it. Oh. I love it. Oh. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Buy now. And if you could get him for the 207, hit pause, go make the trade, come back, finish the episode because we still got some good stuff for you. Maddie, who are you telling everyone to buy right now? Deontay Johnson. Oh, Deontay Johnson's in that window too. So if you guys want another guy that's exactly like Michael Pittman, but a different archetype of player, mm-hmm. but checks those same boxes, age 26, just got a second contract, underappreciated coming off zero touchdowns and he's very easy to acquire. Cause he's down in that Christian Kirk, Terry McLaurin zone mm-hmm. for a lot of people. But I mean, this was guy that's number two in targets among wide receivers in the NFL. Two years ago, the offense is only going to get better developing rapport with Kenny Pickett. He had a lost season last year, had suffered with a bunch of injuries, like hip injury, shoulder injury. He's, he's a screaming by basically mm-hmm. if you're any kind of, uh, you know, win now mode team. This is the guy to get. If you're trying to rebuild and you, you want to take a chance, I understand Pickens. So that's why they're actually adjacent in the rankings. It's kind of like choose your own adventure with these mm-hmm. Steelers wide receivers. For me, it's got to be Johnson. Okay. Do you think Pickett can support two pass catchers or maybe sure. even three? They got Frymuth. They got Kenny. They got the goon sure. George Pickens. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think he's pretty good. Okay. Well, Kenny that's good. Yeah, if you believe in Pickens, in you've got to get Johnson. Kenny Pickett was great in college. Yeah, he was a late bloomer, but there was a whole COVID year. There's a whole bunch of reasons why he actually mm-hmm. didn't perform earlier and, and break out earlier in college. And he's mobile. And they, you know, they did the whole smoke screen with Malik Willis because they wanted Pickett all along. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's better move. Yeah, I, I, I like Pickett, actually. I, I'm, a, I'm a buyer of Pickett. He's, he's a guy I'm, I aggressively pursue in super flex startups as well. Oh, good. Yeah, he does have that sneaky rushing floor, too. Yeah, and he seems like a gamer, yeah. which I know you don't get fantasy points for a gamer, but you certainly want those guys because they can, you know, score a bunch of fantasy points. In he's very Daniel Jones. Yeah. He's oh, very okay. Daniel Jones okay. in a good way. He's, he's Daniel right. Jones in a good way, which I like. So that's my that's my value. Deontay John, it's like too easy. Like, all you need right. to do is show me the guy that scored zero touchdowns last year on like 100 something targets. And I'm like, well, I want that guy. Yeah. yeah, and Deontay Johnson, he 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 pops in a couple of metrics. Sixth in targets, believe it or not. So he was getting the ball. He's ninth in routes run, sixth in route participation, second 
in unrealized air yards. That cleans up a bit. He gets some touchdowns. All of a sudden, you're tr- what you're trading. We're not even having this conversation. Right. You're not even having this conversation if that, that, that normalizes. So absolutely buy a little bit of Deontay Johnson. So tonight's show, buy those wide receivers, baby, because their values could go up. So we talked about who there is, we, all those wide receivers we mentioned were rating that like 15 to 25 pocket. Yes, yes, yep. absolutely. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And that's where you want, like, especially in Superflex, you can't afford. I know Matt's trying to juke and jive and try to figure it out, but again, <laughs> he fucked that auction up big time. I and know, I know, it. I know. And he yep. knows it. And oh. why did he? And we found out. I fucked it up. We found out through our investigation. We found out how he fucked it up because he was too aggressive <laughs> bidding on bidding up wide receivers. No, the cardinal I got sin, scared receiver. I mean, that's yeah, well, there's two cardinal. Well, there's three cardinal sins. There's three cardinal sins in super flex drafts. Number one, you can't bid up elite receivers. Number two, you can't bid up your second running back. And number three, you can't bid up tight ends. Right, unless it's super flex tight end premium, which is a whole other thing. Well, it but, is. Right. But though if you can't do any of those things, because what you're doing is you're costing yourself quarterback assets and you're you're likely either drafting a player or using too much capital on a particular player, which is going to end up costing you valuable quarterback assets and production. And you'll 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 end up flailing around trading Derrick Henry for Rashad Penny and Damian Harris and the 114. Don't cut my knees out from under me, sir. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but that's it. No, the thing is though, you you played it perfect with the running backs. Like if yes. your number one running back was Hen was Henry, and then your your next running backs were Harris and, and Penny, that's playing it perfect. You stayed out of the middle, right? <sighs> uh it, it was just my suspicion is that you if you had just been able to hold back on your bidding on some of those wide receivers, you could have got a quarterback and you would have been you would have been Right. But I'm guessing yes. you have a top you have a top 10 wide receiver on your on your on your roster that yeah, cost my, you big time. No, we'll see to see. This is the thing. So now that we're we're devolving into another segment. But since we are on Matt, I, I, I'm going to do it. It's called the fantasy therapist. I am on the couch. I'm spilling my soul to you here. And what I did in this auction was actually I put out low. I had the first slot here. So I threw out Lamar Jackson to kind of hope to see how the quarterbacks went. And, of course, he went at the absolute best value. It was about 25%. I should have pounced. I should have been aggressive. And then I kept getting chased away from quarterbacks. I didn't overbid at receiver. What wide receivers did you end up bidding on? Did you get sucked into a value trap on? I, well, I was about 20% on three receivers. Um, Stefan Diggs. Hold on. I'll pull up my team here. Right, so I so ended up – it was about 20%. Diggs, okay. It was Diggs, DK, and Tyree Kill, and I've already traded Tyree Kill in a whole whirlwind of maneuvers. Mm. But right now, my wide receivers, as it stands, Stephon Diggs, T. Higgins, DK Metcalf, DJ Moore, Jacoby Myers. So okay, I'm, I thought you might have bid up Garrett Wilson or, or no, I didn't Chase chase any value or something. No, no, I didn't chase any of the receivers. I just, and again, pardon my French, I you, just pussy pussy yeah, out. You, yeah, you, too, you, you went, you went, you kept going back to the well on these guys. You, you, you didn't need, you didn't need to spend up as much as you did, especially on DK. You probably could have just let that one go mm-hmm. and then go value on a Deontay Johnson or Rashad Bateman, a Brandon right. Ayuk. And those guys were actually, we only did five rounds of auctions. So there was a supplemental like snake draft afterwards. And had I just 
thought about it a little bit more, been more aggressive at quarterback. I could have sat back, got those guys in the snake draft part of it, and then probably came away with a better team. Or I should have waited till the end because we saw Daniel Jones go at val- a, a good value, Kirk Cousins go at a good value. But I kept cha- I chased the quarterbacks up to about 50%, and then I pussied out. When I should have just bit down, you know, bit down the mouth guard, just swang away and just wait, grabbed wait, the, wait, those wait, guys. Wait, 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 wait. You were in a 2QB super flex draft, and you let Kirk Cousins get by you at value? Kirk Cousins, I had no money. I was done. I was already done. So I should have waited oh, till the end. This was this was just a comedy of errors. <laughs> this was you did everything wrong. Yeah, well, it was my first my first this auction. Is what happens still- when you when you you should have just kept going back to bidding up quarterback and and, and not bidding up quarterback, nominating quarterback, kept nominating yeah. quarterback and not fallen for these value trap wide receivers. You get value trapped right out of the quarterback position. Now you're screwed. I don't think so, man. I don't think, but we'll, you know, I digress. We'll 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 have you on at the we'll have you on in a year from you now. Already we'll traded Tyreek Hill. You've already traded Derrick Henry. It's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. Have this you gotten any it. quarterbacks back? You well, not good ones. I told you, I don't have good quarterbacks. But I well, will well, say what though, this quarterback league, could you have gotten for what none. you spent on Nothing. Henry and Hill? Nothing. What quarterback could you have gotten? I tried everyone. I tried every single one. No, that's not possible. I'm. It sure is possible. That's how it happened. If you pulled, it was, your, yeah. if you pulled your resources, if you had Hill, all your money from Hill and Henry, you couldn't have gotten a good quarterback. No, I tried. I tried. I tried. In I his defense, Hill no, and no, Henry not in trade during the draft. What, what happened? If if you instead of bidding on Henry and Hill, had you just used all that money on a quarterback, you could have got a really good quarterback. That's what that's 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 the lesson that's I what did I'm learn. saying. That's the lesson say, I after learned. the draft, it's over. You fucked yeah. it up. Yes, yes. But you know what I mean? I'm a trade god, so I will trade my way Burrow. out. Of this I mean, you could I will trade my way really, out. You could have got someone really good. I could have. Oh, oh even Prescott. Okay. Oh man. Yes. I, okay. So when when I call you up, when Matt, when I Man, call you in the really, middle of the night, I'm like, Matt, I just did you can't know that you, you were on tilt? Did you know, dude? Oh my god, I was so tilted. I didn't want to let anyone know, but boy, oh boy, was I tilted. You must I have was. been. I was. I was. And then you didn't have money for cousins or Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones would have been sneaky good. And then what? So then we okay. This oh, has become this god. has become the Maddie Kiwum talk about his the TJF league, which I love to do. But you know we got to wrap this thing up. We got to talk about ourselves. You here. just had to have Derrick Henry. No, I got Henry at a, at a value. Henry was eight percent. Okay, so Henry was cheap. You Henry was cheap. Cheap. I felt that my values were um, were good. I just like I said, I pussied out at the quarterback position. It was Tyreek. It was DK Metcalf. Who was the third receiver? Stephon. You- and they're all right around twenty percent. Yeah, man. If you just not, if you had yes. just backed off of Stefan Diggs a little bit, definitely you would have had, you would have been able to get Jones and Cousins, Jones and Cousins. Well, th- yeah, probably, yeah, probably, probably, because I actually didn't get Howell, nor did I get Goff until this guy. This You're guy, on so this guy goes on my now. Oh my god, we're just bringing back all the what ifs and and, and yeah. uh, you know. Unfalsifiable <laughs> hypotheticals. And, uh, and as Cody always says, Cody knows that I go into a tizzy, and you got me in a bit of a tizzy. But oh my okay. god! I, like on, I said, I would trade my way. This is that's just that is a comedy of errors. Don't say that. Don't you don't say that? <laughs> you don't say that, Matt. Don't say that to me. Yo, the listeners can learn from what you've done. Yes, 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 they can. They can, and they can also learn that when you did like Bateman swing. and Johnson even get bid on, or did no, they make it in the snake draft? 
Bateman did, Johnson didn't. I want to say. Unbelievable. I want to yeah. say. Unbelievable. Ayuk say. was in the snake draft. Ayuk was definitely in the snake oh, draft. Oh my God. But, yeah, you know what? But sharks don't swim backwards. They can just plow forward. And that's what I'm going to do. This I'm is what keep you, have to do. Forward. you have to go value at wide receiver in Superflex. You have to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do. But you can't pussy out. Especially that, a 14 team. 14 team. <laughs> while you were bidding on all those wide receivers you had to know that you were you were you were you were killing yourself not in the moment but shortly after i did know that and now i've had to put myself you know what you know what that's like you, know, you ever seen uh you ever seen hunt for red october no so in hunt for red october um, is it a baseball movie it's, it's a, a submarine movie yeah okay oh. and uh so they the what what uh sean connery does sean connery is the is the is the uh submarine commander okay and he's trying to defect to the united states with this secret new submarine okay that the that the russians built and then the russians are chasing him across the atlantic trying to trying to destroy the sub before he can get to the united states right and so what he's doing is he keeps turning around and he go and he tries to get too close to them yeah. So they can't use torpedoes because he's too close to the other sub and he's crisscrossing. He's doing all these maneuvers. So they, they can't lock onto him. So what one of the, the captains of one of the Russian subs does is say they take off all of the safety measures, right? So they like, fuck it. Take the safety measures off. We'll, we'll get him at close range. Does that right? mean they'll just fire? They don't give a shit. Well, it like, even if it's within a distance of your own sub, it'll still blow up. Right. Right. So then he, he loops all the way around and then somehow gets gets the torpedo turned around so it ends up hit, 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 you know going right back at the sub that shot it the russian right and then they realize what's what's going on that that torpedo is about to hit them and the safety's off and then he go he look and then one of the you know one of the one of the, the captain looks up he goes you just killed us <laughs> Like that's what you did like with that. these with these receiver picks. It, it, you know, I was receiver bids. That, you're talking about this whole you move. You took that. the safety off, man. I thought there for a second you there was a the glimmer of hope where I would be the Sean off. Connery in this. Us. No, <laughs> I thought I, I was hoping I was hanging on to a glimmer of hope that I was the Sean Connery in this tale. But you're saying I'm a Russian who shot myself with my own torpedo. <laughs> You did. You shot yourself. That's the, that's what spending up on three receivers in one of these auctions. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Super flex. That's what you'll do. You'll end up doing that. And then, by the way, there was this other there was this other line from that that movie, which is really good. Which is uh, no. um, uh, they they're trying. There's a there's a there's a, a a guy on the sub that is a rat, and he's trying to he's trying to sink the sub from inside. He's trying to sabotage the sub because he Who sub is he on the them. Americans or the Russians? He's on the he's on the the well, they're all Russian subs. He's on the Russian sub that's trying to defect. Okay, so he's trying to sabotage it, and they're trying mm. to find him, and they have like um and the in and, and so uh it, Alec Baldwin's in this, and Alec Baldwin has oh, a nice. gun. Alec Baldwin's trying to shoot him, but he's around <laughs> like the uranium containers and shit, and and so they're trying to find this guy who's trying to sabotage. And uh, they, he, Baldwin's got the gun, and uh, Sean Connery well, wait, goes. Baldwin cannot have a gun. We know now that Alec Baldwin not cannot handle a gun. It was crazy, right? That was he doesn't. I mean, that, I forgot about that. But yeah, so that's <laughs> that's a whole other story. But the whole no, what I really wanted to do was this: is, is, is Sean Connery goes because uh, it's 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 a Jack Ryan. 
it's one of the original Jack Ryan movies. Oh, nice. It's a Tom like Clancy Ryan. book. Okay. Hunt for Red October. It's a great book. Uh, Sean Connery goes, uh, Ryan, uh, some things in this boat don't react too well to bullets. <laughs> pretty good. That was fantastic. <laughs> that good. was fantastic, Matt. It's pretty I got to say, that was a pretty good Connery. I, this entire time, the second you mentioned Connery, I'm like, do I have the the gonads to throw an impression when I'm terrible at impressions? So glad that you took the reins on that because I was Ryan. pretty damn good. Uh, can you do the rest Some of the things sh- in this boat don't react too well to bullets. <laughs> uh, it's such that is such a good movie. I'm, I'll, here I am. I'll, I'll have to check out. Like it's, not it's like, you know, military years old. tactics, those kinds of things. You know, movies like that. Oh, those movies are fun. I like those. But I'm also an, I'm a, I'm a dumb dumb. I'm a meathead. I like John Wick. I like bullets flying everywhere. You know, I like that. I like the fights. What about what about Inglorious Bastards? Love it. I love all Quentin Tarantino. Do love That's me some Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Absolutely. I also love talking about cells. Have you? So uh, why we do about, talk about uh, cells? You, you want to talk about you, cells, Matt? Well, there's a. Have you seen this this war movie? There's also a war movie that was turned into a porn. Did you see what? this? Did you see? Did you see? No. This? What is? Please tell me has a funny private. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan's private. private. Shaving. Hey, that's good. That's good. Did you not hear it? Did I say it? Shaving I say it again. Shaving Ryan's Privates. Interesting. How do you know this? It was just. It, I'm just saying. How, we're talking about it? war movies. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a war movie. Well, that version of it wasn't necessarily. <laughs> well, Saving about Private Ryan's fantastic. It was that's about something else. It's about shaving Ryan's. Private. It was about. It was about shaving. <laughs> you know what? They should at least got a Manscape ad in that movie. That would have been fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's where my head goes, but it doesn't matter. I mean, who knows? We have now we've learned a few. We've learned a few things today. We learned that Matt has a great Sean Connery, and he also watches war movie remakes of porns. We learned nope. a lot about I, you today. I've heard Matt. of that. I didn't watch that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, let the I record state. It. It's one of the better movie court. titles of all time. It's hilarious. It's I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah. And I will be texting that to my buddies because they love those type of like jokes like that. So yeah. thank you for that. So Matt, you've brought it all thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that. Okay. Also, what does this rank this conversation in terms of uh lunch ladies and defecating on your boss's desk? This is it's is great. This, this is, is this is up there. I was so glad we were able to talk about something uh, inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get it in there. Hey, you know, when we start late at night, the craziness is gonna ensue. That's right. So trade gods after dark. Trade <laughs> Oh, we okay, have more no. trades. We have, we have, oh, yeah, we have one more. We have a sell. You do a buy oh and a sell. God, we're going to make these okay. quick. We're going to make these quick. I got Javante Williams. I'm saying a sell. And here's why <laughs> running back 14 on keep trade cut, but he's running back 20 in our rankings. So that kind of raises a little bit of a value gap. And I think you could take advantage of that according to the market. He did tear his ACL, LCL, and pastor lateral corner. All of a sudden now, uh, maybe I should watch a little Grey's Anatomy, so I made sure I say that right, but past the lateral corner, according to Ian Rappaport, that's a similar injury to J.K. Dobbins, and we saw the frustration that J.K. provided in 2022, played in weeks three through six, probably came back a little too early, was running back 45 or worse three of those four weeks, missed weeks seven through 13. So we don't exactly know how the progression will go for Javante Williams, and I don't think you can consider him a reliable uh, uh, asset going into 23 and because there's a new regime change I don't think you can guarantee that he's the long-term answer at running back and some trade finder trades that I would absolutely do if you could give away Javante for George Pickens we talked about him a few minutes ago I'm doing that if I could give away Javante 
it to get uh, Javante in the 401, which is on the trade funder for De- DeAndre Swift. I'd rather have Swift in that trade. And then someone just five days ago traded Javante Williams and got DJ Moore. And when I saw that, I said to myself, boy, oh boy, do I want to do that? Because I do love some DJ Moore. That's why I'm selling Javante Williams. Matt, anything you want to add about Javante before Jason talks about selling the 101? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Early, I... I think the market should be frozen on a guy like that. I really don't have an opinion at all. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Right? Yeah, I, there's I so many. Wanna, the, the, I want to see everywhere. some reports about how he's doing. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's going to play for the first half of the season. He's not going to be the same. This is another J.K. Dobbins situation. Right. Value is only going to go down until it goes back up again. So, you know, you're carrying him for a full season. Yeah, sure, you have an IR spot, but that's value that you could be, you know, acquiring and then flipping. Mm-hmm. Right. Like someone like you would never want a, a Javante Williams. If you're a big trader, you would not want no, Javante Williams. You'd want you, that's the anti liquidity. Mm-hmm. And also, too, we talked about at the beginning of the show. Don't be the guy who rosters Javante through all the lulls in 2023, only to then flip him when he actually comes back. So do not do yeah, that's what the trade. You're going to end up doing that. It's, Don't do that. Yeah. So Jason, right, why Jason. should we trade the 101? Yeah, I mean, it's we, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, and perhaps you can get some more value closer to the draft, but this is at least the time to start shopping the 101. It's important in trading, especially in markets just in general, to capitalize on hype. And right now, the 101 is the hottest commodity in fantasy football. Everyone wants B. John Robinson, and in some super flex leagues, someone wants Anthony Richardson. Doesn't matter. Either way, you start shopping this pick, and you're going to get a really, really, really nice return. Some trades found on our trade finder that I like. Reese Hall and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Kyle Pitts in the 106 and a Superflex tight end premium. Jerry Judy in the 103 and Superflex. Saquon Barkley and a 24 first and a 25 first. I think all four of those are great trades. Oh, my trades. God. I love that last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all, all of those are fantastic. Oh, my God. Like that last one is insane. That's so good. And so it doesn't I, 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 listen, I got to go. You guys are great. You're I, great. Love, I, I, I really appreciate the, 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 the circling back to the 101 just to make sure that people are reminded that you just need to put that thing on the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, put that thing on the block. See what you can get. Don't just ride that. Don't just ride it out and pick Bijan. That, that's actually really dumb. Just ride it out and pick Bijan and not even see what you can get. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that I think I can't get my head around and to understand how he could ever beat you. Because that's another question I ask. Can this guy beat me? How the hell is Marquise Brown going to retain any value? What is the case for Marquise Brown? I mean, I know he's not that valuable. It's not like you can get that much for him. But he's still, like, uh, even on player profilers' rankings, he's top 40, right? He's still, you know, he, he seems to be one of those receivers that we like, right? He's just past the age apex. He's into his second contract. Mm-hmm. But he was only dumped by a, a team. It wasn't like he played out his contract. He was traded, right? He's now on a team where they're going to have the worst quarterback play in the league. Mm-hmm. He's probably trading out of the three for the first half of the season. Rondale Moore has a similar skill set, just isn't the, the quality downfield threat that Marquise Brown is. He's a little more close to the line of scrimmage, but he's just one of a, a couple small guys, right? Dorch there too. Dorch, yep. like it's, it's just... It's hard to see him exceeding 13 fantasy points a game, which is what he had last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at his ADP. His ADP is like two rounds higher than 
Mike Williams. He's going earlier than Amari Cooper. He's going earlier than Calvin Ridley. He's going earlier than all these veterans that in, in a lot of cases, I think that you're going to get more out of a guy like Amari Cooper and Mike Williams, especially Amari Cooper on the Browns. Definitely Amari Cooper, yep. I mean, you're going to get more out of him probably in their career than even Marquise Brown, though he is younger. What is Marquise Brown? He's not that good anyway. Right. Right. He was only good in the context of this Cardinals offense and the system. Now it's over. It's over. I think you just get what you can. Go. You can go young with a Dotson, with an Ayuk. I'd love that. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone like that uh, or a running back. I mean, uh, a draft pick, anything. I mean, second yeah. round pick. I mean, this is what I'm talking mm. about. In Superflex, if you can get an early second for him, that's a guy that I just – I'm cognizant of the possibility that a player burns me mm-hmm. when I'm doing a trade, so I'm a little bit conservative. But with him, I see no reason to be worried at all. Like, it's just – he can't hurt you. Right. Right? He, he, he can only hurt you by holding on to him. Because yeah, then you're going to have him on your team, and you're not going to be able to start him. Yes, he's going to be like Deshaun Jackson after he was that dominant asset, where you didn't know which weeks to play him, which weeks to not. The weeks you don't is the weeks he goes off. It's miserable. It's miserable. And I also would, I would add... Wait, if you get like Elijah Moore and a pick for him, oh, oh yeah. I love that. I would definitely love that. And I would add, too, don't fall for the fool's gold of all the targets he saw when he came back from injury. He had three games in a row with eight targets. He had a nine-target game, but he was around 50% catch. Rate, uh, catch rate in those games he because still has the, the first round capital like there's still people that like Marquise right Brown. so get out before it's too late before the absolute crater falls out so uh, I do have to agree with that for sure get out of Hollywood Brown his value could be cut in half at this time next year we're looking at we're, we're trying to make it we're squinting it could absolutely be, it could be cut dramatically after the first week if the quarterback play is as putrid as we believe it to be if yeah, the, he gets, if your he gets, league gets that, he gets out produced by Rondale Moore. Like, there's so many things that could happen. Yep. Right? There's a world where Greg Dortch is the target leader there. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the head coach, the new head coach, didn't walk up to Hollywood Brown and go pew 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 shots shots electric. He went up to Rondale Moore and did that. Sometimes the pew pew is, is something we should look into. The pew pews. And this was a great episode. Matt, thank you so, so much for hanging out with us, talking about submarines, talking about everything under the sun, dragging me through the coals of my TGIF team. I appreciate the tough love. Everyone knows who you are, but just for fun's sake, tell them where they can find you on Twitter, where they can find all your shows, all that good stuff. At Fantasy underscore Mansion, I tweet once a day. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, you, you, you know where to find me. Most shows feature uh at least some contribution from myself and uh you know keep on listening Subs- hit that hit that uh hit that, uh, hit that subscribe button mm-hmm. subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the show on youtube let's do it absolutely smash that like button make sure you leave a comment and just go ahead just be gentle with my tgif team but make sure you leave a comment jason tell everyone where they can find you and tell you you know what you got on the horizon here coming up yeah you can find me at at j football line on twitter i cut out that underscore and then uh, you can also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of here. And then uh, find me on the on the Roto Underworld Facebook and Instagram. It's Player Profiler on Facebook, Roto Underworld on Instagram. I'll be replying to your comments, replying to your DMs, all of that fun stuff. It's a great platform. Go ahead and follow us there. And of course, sometimes on our Discord channel and Wake and Take outside of the show Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. 
Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at MattyKiwu. Make sure you smash the like button on this video. Subscribe to the Player Profile YouTube channel. Check out our TikToks at Player Profile and Profile underscore NFL. We got a whole lot of TikToks coming out here in the Dynasty on season. Check me out on the game plan each and every Saturday. In the Players Lounge, Cody and I are going to be recording another episode coming up soon. So expect that to drop. He's Jason Allwine. We were joined by the great Maddie Kelly. I'm Maddie Kiwum. We are the Trade Gods. Check you out next week. Peace.